Hey there, and welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Jen Ostrander, and I'm a coach for women entrepreneurs, and I talk all about money mindset, women's empowerment, and all that great stuff that just helps women feel better, work better, act better, and just be all around badass entrepreneurs. This is episode eight, and we're going to be talking all about fear of success and self-sabotage. Now, when you think of fear of success, you think, uh, success, are you kidding me? I don't fear that. Um, I want that. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. But let's dig deep into it. Fear of failure is one thing. Yeah, you know, sometimes we just, we go into something and we think, oh man, I'm not sure if I want to do this because what if I fail? What if somebody laughs at me? What if they laugh at me? You know, the whole carry, they're all going to laugh at you. That's, you know, that's fear of failure. But fear of success, that has a lot to do with and for me personally, that has a lot to do with, and it all stems back, I'm, I'm skipping ahead here, but I know that this all stems back to childhood and the self-sabotage. So the fear of success really blends a lot with self-sabotage. And the whole self-sabotage thing stems from childhood now. I'm going to tell you a little story about my parents, my childhood. I grew up in the 70s. I was born in 72, so I grew up in the 70s. I really had what I think was a pretty darn good childhood. Very uneventful, you know. I just remember my big wheel and my Barbies and my bike and and my friends that lived all on my block. I grew up in in Detroit. And in the 70s, it was, it was still safe. Um, there are still parts, and now granted, there are still parts of Detroit that are beautiful. But with from my experience, I did not experience a lot of crime, a lot of like abuse, or or anything that um or like a lot of depression or anxiety, you know, that, you know, kids, a lot of kids today, they experience. So obviously this was way before social media, before cell phones and all that good stuff, which I'm kind of grateful for that. But anyways, my childhood was what I believe to be is pretty cool. Uneventful, nothing bad happening. I remember a few things in my childhood like a house burn, you know, catching on fire or like, you know, my, my older brothers and sisters maybe get into a fight or something, you know, but you know, that's, it's all part of childhood and teenage years and all that good stuff. So again, growing up in Detroit, my childhood was uneventful is what pretty much the only word that comes to mind. So 
growing up, I never really had, okay, so back, I'm gonna back up a little bit. My mom and dad met. When they met, they had already had previous marriages. My mom had four children, my dad had eight. So with my mom, I was number five. With my dad, I was number nine. I have come to the conclusion they were pretty dang dog tired. <laughs> they were tired when they had me. So a lot of my childhood was just, I was kind of on my own, you know? And I didn't really have, looking back, I didn't really have the push the, hey, you should do this. You're gonna be good at this. I didn't really have that because my mom and dad, they were 16 years apart. So my dad was pretty much on the verge of retirement. And my memory of him was sitting at the, the kitchen table, drinking his coffee and smoking his cigarettes all day long and listening to his radio, the AM stations on the radio. That's my memory of him. That's my memory of my dad. I remember my mom sometimes working. It was like an office job, but I don't really have like, and, and when I was little, I didn't, I wasn't in Girl Scouts. I wasn't in any extracurricular activities. So I feel I didn't have that push, that strive to really be great. I just played with my toys and that was it. That's basically my memory of childhood and playing with my friends. So as an adult <clears throat> or you know, as a teenager in high school, as a teenager in high school, I was never really interested in joining anything. I started high school in 1986 and that was prime big hair metal bands, <laughs> loved them. So my thing was, I wanna be a singer in a hair metal band. So I joined choir, that's kinda it. And then I joined the flag with marching with the bands. I twirled the flags cause my, two of my friends did it. But I never joined anything else and I never really strived to do anything. And this is where the self-sabotage can come in. I can sit here, I can sit here and blame my childhood. I can sit here and blame my parents for not pushing me, for not being good parents. No, they were, they were good parents. They, they did the best they could with what they had at that time. And think about it. I have two kids and oh my gosh, I was tired. <laughs> it's stressful being a parent. So can you imagine them going through the whole parenting thing five times and then nine times with, with my dad? So it's kind of, you know, I'm glad that I've come to the realization and the awareness that I cannot blame them. I used to. And now I don't. I really did used to blame my parents for just, they never really did anything with me, nothing. Well, guess what? I can sit here and blame them and be stuck in my miserableness. 
I can be in my victim mentality or I can do something about it. I can move along, move ahead in my, in my business and in my life and I can move forward and I can take control, I can take the reins and I can move forward. There is this quote by Marianne Williamson and it's not gonna be exact, but it's something like, the thing we fear most is not our fear of failure, but it's the fear of how extraordinary we can be as human beings. That's our biggest fear. And she's kind of right. Oh, I love that woman. She's so, so spiritual. She's so spot freaking on. <laughs> so, and that's where the self-sabotage can sort of come in. As you're an adult, you can, I can just sit here and boo-hoo about my childhood and how I was never, and I can sit in my victim mindset and I was never really taught how to strive and how to go for things and how to do this. And, and granted, after my dad was retired, he tried to start a few side gigs, you know, uh, own businesses, and they failed. And I remember the look of defeat on his face. I remember the look of defeat on his face and him telling me, business is hard. You have to work really hard in order to get ahead. And again, that was his mindset because he grew up in a very different era than me and, and even with my, from my mom because they were 16 years apart. Growing up in that era, it was all survival, survival, survival. And I noticed that in my 20s, being mostly a single parent from divorcing a complete narcissist, I was in survival mode. I was literally in survival mode most of my 20s and part of my 30s because that's what I learned. But now that I'm aware of what I learned can be unlearned and what you've learned can totally be unlearned and you can relearn something better. So my thing is with this whole self-sabotage, I look back at my childhood and I realize that I wasn't really taught. I wasn't really, I wasn't really taught a lot of things, but, I, but now I can teach myself. I can totally teach myself how to change, how to be better, and you can do the same too. Granted, there are abuses and trials and tribulations that children go through that are horrific. And yes, it will take much more than just a positive mindset to get past that. And by all means, please work on that, work on yourself and just to be a better person. Because if you're a better person, it snowballs onto other people. You being a better person 
snowballs onto other people and then it snowballs onto other people and snowballs onto other people, it's kind of like that butterfly effect. So the fear of success, I was afraid that uh, it was a fear of failure and a fear of, of success all in one. It was a fear of, oh, well, I'm, maybe I'm just not good enough to do this. And then it became, well, if I do make it, holy crap, I'm just going to have to keep doing it and keep doing it. And I'm going to have to show up even more. Sometimes I can't even show up as much now. If I can't show up as much now, how am I going to show up even more? How am I going to be responsible for all my clients? How am I going to be responsible for their transformations? Stop. I am not responsible for my clients' transformations. You are not responsible for your clients' transformations. Your clients, my clients, are responsible for their own transformations. All you can do as an entrepreneur, as a coach, is deliver what you know. Deliver what you've learned, your experiences, and all they can do is take it and they have to work it on their own. You see what I mean? So the whole fear of success and the fear of failure and the self-sabotage stems from your childhood. And now that I'm aware, totally aware of what is sabotaging or what has been sabotaging my success, oh, I have all the tools at my disposal to switch it because I'm not a victim. I am not a victim. You are not a victim. You can take what you have and you can turn it into, you can turn your shit into diamonds, turn it into gold. Turn it into the best version of you that you can possibly be. And I'm going to talk further, more in depth of this in the weeks to come. We're going to talk about money goals and your beliefs and your why and your money thermostat and talking about, I love vision boards, and we'll talk about your affirmations and your daily rituals and all that good stuff. But I hope you got, I really hope that you got something tangible out of this. It's a transformation that I've recently come across and I thought to myself, holy crap, this is what's keeping me stuck. I cannot hold on to my childhood fears and my childhood shit that just didn't come to fruition. No parent is perfect. Mine were not. I am not. No parent is perfect. So when it comes to getting ahead, look back first at what your childhood was like. And then you look forward and you take what you You take what you didn't get, you take what you got, 
and you think about what you want. Acknowledge what you didn't get and what you had when you were a child. And then you just think you think about and strive for what you want because man, your Prince Charming's not coming. You gotta be your Prince Charming. Be your Princess Charming, be your Queen Charming. We all have to be that for ourselves. We cannot rely on anyone. We cannot rely on anything. We have to take the reins and steer this horse where we want to go. You know what I mean? Okay, so I'll be talking about more in depth on my Instagram. Follow me there at Money Mindset Manifest. And I want you to have the most spectacular day. And if this has really resonated, share this with a friend or tag me on Instagram and let me know which parts were the best. All right, lovely. I will see you next week. This is Jen signing off on the Money, Mindset, and Manifest podcast. See you later.